is literally my biggest fear right now. Hey, I'm Chris. Um, this is my biggest fear right now that uh, that you guys are all gone. Because I haven't done this for, I don't know, a year? Actually longer than a year. <sighs> but it looks like the, 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 the tips from the tips on the top floor. See, I even forgot how to speak because I haven't done it in so, such a long time, which is a kind of a lie. I will get to that. But uh, yeah, no, I don't really know how to record this show anymore. No. Um, anyway, yeah, this is Tips from the Top Floor, TFTTF. And we are going to talk photography. And the show will, yeah, it, it'll, it'll mostly be the, the stuff that you're used to. But then, as, as always, I'm... Um, trying to mix it up. I'll branch out a bit into other topics that I discuss on some of my other podcasts. Um, so, yeah, photography, main focus, obviously. But um, a few of the things that I've done over the last year um, is, for example, I uh, started a magazine here in Germany called CM Magazine. CM as in my initials, uh, CM Magazine. Um, it This is a yeah, how can I describe this? It's a it's a magazine where I, you know, I'm I'm a person with a lot of different interests. You might have noticed that over the years. Um, uh, one of those interests is photography. It's very strong in me. But then there's other things that have either emerged recently or that I've always been kind of interested in. Um, things that are uh, shaping our future. And I'm talking about things like artificial intelligence, automation, uh, mobility, especially the one with the angry pixies, um, space. I'm a space nerd, and that whole thing sometimes gets together with photography and other areas. So I have a, I have a lot of interests, and I am from time to time going to bring a couple of those in here. Now, again mainly those that are uh, somewhat relevant to photography. But hey, you never know. You never know. So, um, but then oh, <laughs> over the last, I don't know, 16, 17 years, um, if you've been listening, you will remember that I do my thing and <laughs> that includes branching out into different areas. Um yeah, you know topics that I've been talking about on on the on the CM magazine. For example, um, the one thing that fits here really well is the whole the whole area of image generating AIs. We're talking Dali two. We're talking Imogen by Google. We're talking Mid Journey. We're talking even Dali Mini, even though that is being rebranded right now. But there are a lot of tools now that you can well <laughs> if you get on their betas um that they are emerging right now and then you can you can tell them what the what kind of a picture you want and they they make it for you not easy not easy it requires a different set of skill that's the kind of stuff i want to talk about here the implications of that for i don't know stock photographers and so on so that i think is 
is relevant enough to talk about it on here. Um, what else? Well, the whole the whole field of AI, GPT three, the writing assistants that uh, have been emerging, um, the developments in this area, the um, I don't know what kind of topics, uh, algorithms. We are we we live in a time where photography is more and more. I don't know, AI supported or um doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be AI algorithmic supported. Um just look at your smartphone. Is so your smartphones are yeah, they are quite capable machines and you can see this in the sales of of uh compact cameras. They just don't sell anymore. Uh DSLRs, mirrorless how are the big companies going to compete against Apple, Android, and so on? There's there's a lot going on. So it's definitely uh, going to become part of Tips from the Top Floor. Then let's see. Well, that, that'll be one of the sources, one of the my, my, my um, information sources here. And... Uh, there's a few more. I do this other podcast called The Future of Photography, which is literally about the future of photography. I do this together with uh, Jeremiah Chechik and Adrian Stock, um, almost on a weekly basis. So I'm pretty sure some of you have found that and taken a look. It's on YouTube. It's also on. Uh, it's also regular podcast to listen to. Um, of course, I do my weekly happy shooting. Um, that is now accompanied by a bi-weekly, again in German, show about, um, well, more of a YouTube-centric show where we do a lot of shows and tells and uh, look at people's and, and, and discuss people's photos, that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, and then there's Curiously Polar still, which is the... The North and South Pole related, Arctic, Antarctic related uh, show that Mario and Henry and I have been doing for a while now, which still continues because that is still uh, an area of interest here. So that's the kind of stuff you can expect from TFTTF going forward. So let's dive in. I have three things here that I want to briefly talk about. And one is um, an AMA, an Ask Me Anything, that that's a format on Reddit, which, uh, yeah, companies, people, famous people do those every now and then. And uh, one has been done by LensRentals.com. If you're in the US, you will know them. Um, I'm not affiliated with them. This is... I'm, this is not a sponsor. I do not have any sponsors for this episode, um, but I'm open. And uh, it, it was just funny. I'm going to link that in the show notes. It was just funny because uh, some of the questions there I found interesting or funny. I mean, one of the questions was, you guys have obviously used and fixed a lot of lenses. Do you have any thoughts on the internal versus external zooming lenses debate realistically? Is there a significant risk of dust getting into the lens and impacting optical performance? And I do get this question a lot because people are afraid of dust um, impacting their photos. And uh, the, the dust that gets into the lens is a very special 
category of um, dirt on your photos because it doesn't show up on the photos. And uh, one of the answers here by Joey from Lens Rentals is, I get to personally check all the lenses where the customer complained that they could see dust inside the lens showing up in their images. And I'm here to tell you, in 11 years, I've never once confirmed that any dust I could find inside a lens showed up. It was always, always sensor dust. And I've been saying this for, for ages. Um, the, the lens, there's no focus. The picture is not focused in the lens. It's focused way before uh, in front of the lens and, of course, on the sensor. So that's the areas where dust can have an impact. And, of course, if the dust is far out, then it's part of the picture. <laughs> you might you might be taking a picture of a dust devil. Of course, that's the kind of dust you want in your photo. Uh, but then, yeah, the, the dust on the lens, uh, on the on the sensor, absolutely can show up in a photo. It doesn't always. Depends on the size of your aperture, the kind of light. Uh, smaller apertures make that dust more visible. But uh, the, the dust inside the lens is doesn't count. It's only it's only there to trigger your OCD, but it's not going to do anything to the photo. Um, and another question, another answer to that question from uh, another employee was: All lenses have moving elements, and those elements move air. Therefore, all lenses get dust. All. If you don't see dust, your light isn't bright enough. So just get used to that idea of dust being inside your lens because that's not avoidable. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next question. What's the least believable or most unusual explanation you've seen for gear returned with damage? Top answer. <laughs> the bear attack wasn't believable until we saw the pictures of the bear. So, yeah, a bear, I think, chewed up a camera and a lens and uh, they took uh, pictures with their phones of the bear and uh yeah i wouldn't believe that um all right what else oh yeah another question i remember you had an article about damaged items from the 2017 solar eclipse have there been any other high rental events that have resulted in large quantities of equipment loss or damage answer burning man is an annual damage fest for us I've never been to Burning Man, but I've seen pictures. <laughs> Sand? <clears throat> People that might be, I don't know, not too careful <laughs> with the cameras. That's why you, uh, I think that's why they force you to uh, also pay for insurance when you get a camera. Because, yeah. Um, and then, oh yeah, one interesting one was the most rented lenses and cameras. This is a current AMA, so um, I would have expected something like, uh, I don't know, the, the latest, biggest Sony's mirrorless or, or Canon mirrorless cameras. Um, most rented camera is still the Canon 5D Mark IV. All right, well, DSLR, I guess the kind of people who would rent from a company like that are likely more on the professional side and that kind of shows. Um, and then the most rented lens, again, one, I kind of expected this, is again from Canon, the 70 to 200 millimeter f2.8 IS, which is 
focal length range uh, with a wide aperture and a big image stabilizer in it that is you don't need this kind of a lens every day you will um and and it's so expensive that it's probably worth renting so that makes a lot of sense and the second one that they rent the the second most rented out lens is the Canon 24 to 70 f2.8 so no big surprises there uh if you want to read more about that AMA the link is of course, in the show notes. Um, let's see. Next here, a uh, piece of news. Well, <laughs> is it news? That's my big question. <laughs> because uh, Leica and Panasonic, they have announced a new brand. A new shared brand called L-Squared Technology. Mm. And uh, reading their, uh, reading their uh, press release there, uh, there's not much information in there. Virtually no information. This isn't, and this isn't even new. I mean, the, the, this one is new. They say that they want to, they want to create a new era for of creativity for future camera and lens products and software of the next generation and lots of blah. I think. Um, and yeah, this is not even a new collaboration. I mean, they they have done stuff in the past, like Leica and Panasonic together with. Um, uh, Sigma? Sigma, I think. They founded the L-Mount Alliance in 2018. So, yeah, we are... Uh, yeah, well, let's see. It's a new brand, so nothing to see here. <laughs> and then, last but not least, I have a little bit of iPhone stuff here. Because, hey, we... Well, not we all, but quite a few of us use iPhones. And uh, th there have been a few changes recently incorporating, making more use of the cameras for things like, for things other than just taking photos. I mean, we see features like text detection images now, which I love. I mean, you point your camera at something and you just copy paste or, or open a photo and you just copy paste text from that. And the recognition is really good. I mean, very good. And um, that's, Cool. So there's an in inherent OCR, which uh, which I've I've used a lot. Um, I'm kind of <clears throat> I don't know. I kind of miffed a bit because in the Photos app, I'm looking at my iPhone right now. In the Photos app, you can't search for text, even though it's in there. It's in it's indexed and everything. Um, but you have to right now. This is uh, this is end of June 2022 iOS 15 something, I think. Um, for now, you have to search from Spotlight, not inside the Photos app, which is a bit of an omission. But that will actually change with iOS 16. And uh, there are two more things with iOS 16 that I found interesting. And I don't have a beta. I've just read blogs and things. Um, iOS 16 will add a new... Well, probably a few new recognizers like neural networks that recognize things in photos and that one is an insect recognizer so there's an example i've seen where someone points that at a butterfly and a little you know how how when you point your camera at a at a qr code and some additional meta information a little button pops up that you lets you open that in the case of that butterfly the the little bug icon uh popped up and 
you when you tap that you you get a way to identify that insect and just just a few weeks ago i had to use one of these like ai based recognizers not built in but i i was uh monica and i were on a on a walk and there was a bird and we heard the same type of bird many times but, but we couldn't really uh we're we're no ornithologists so we couldn't really point to what that was what kind of a bird that was and uh, i downloaded i think it's called birdnet and that uh, you do make a little recording and then sends it up to the server and their neural network compares it with a whole bunch of others and tells you what it is and that was spot on (laughs) that was really good that's the kind of stuff that will sooner or later be replaced that's the kind of apps that will be Sherlocked by something like the iPhone. I'm not sure about birdsong, but um, yeah, insects. Point it at a bug and it'll tell you if the bug is, if you can eat it or not. <laughs> um, another one that I'm kind of excited about mm, is the ability, again, coming up with iOS 16, and I'm pretty sure not with every hardware. I think it needs the neural chips or something in there, so I'm not sure where the cutoff is, but um, a new one is subject cutout. You can point at a subject in a photo and just hold your finger on there for a second and then it'll, it'll pop out and you can save it or drag and drop it into another app. And uh, it's, it's like, I think it works really well. From what I've seen, again, I've only seen videos. From what I've seen, it re- works apparently really well with people, uh, which is kind of obvious. So take a picture of someone and drop them in front of a different background. I'm not sure how good the quality is, but for like day-to-day stuff or for a little fun thing that you needed a whole bunch of apps for in the past, that is quite, it's quite cool. Pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. So I guess that's it for today um still warming up again still trying to get everything sorted <clears throat> and um i've i've actually worked on the recording infrastructure here you wouldn't wouldn't believe it but this thing has been recorded on an iphone and uh i'm really i'm really happy with like a the, the whole recording thing and the microphones you can hook up to an iphone now um that whole stuff has made a few jumps and uh that should help get this uh, this show out in the future uh, more often again. Can't promise weekly. I'm shooting for that, though. But um, it's kind of good to be back. So, with that, um, let's get our old friend Hans Petter Kagrod in here. And that was it for this episode of Tips from the Top Floor. Um, good to be back. Thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. If you've been listening, again, I'm I'm worried that no one is listening to this anymore, um, that your, your podcast players have taken TFTTF out because no new episodes are coming. Something like that. Hey, let me know. Get in contact. I remember that. Makes it easier to leave it all
There are several ways to contact me. Of course, the best one is voice at tfttf.com. Voice at tfttf.com. You can send your voicemails there, send emails there. And uh, yeah, just let me know. Are you guys still out there? Of course, there's a Twitter account uh, that hasn't been fed in a while. TFTTF photo, TFTTF PHOTO. Uh, follow that. I'm planning to put announcements there and other stuff. So, um, yeah, Twitter, TFTTF photo. Also, let me know if the mix of the announced mix of content and topics is interesting for you, or if that'll make you go, ah. Don't need any AI talk. Dali mini blah. Anyway, I'm out of here. And uh, yeah, if you're still here, hey, thanks for being here. Um, my name is Chris Markward. You can find me at chrismarkward.com. And of course, you can find this whole show at tfttf.com. Um, yeah, I'll be back soon. Big promises. Let's see where this goes. Um, I'm out of here. You guys take care. Go out and take amazing photos. Be nice to each other. And happy shooting. Sunshine